0: welcome to the crimson flow ministry podcast episode number 41 hello i'm charles caps in addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast app we invite you to visit our website at charlescaps crimsonflowministries.net all one word all lowercase amen and as always proverbs 23 and 23 instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not and also to buy wisdom and instruction and understanding you don't get rid of these things once you acquire them amen and we're going to try to find some of this as we move to the message if i had to call this by name i'd probably say examining the works would be the title of this podcast and i'd like to ask you have you ever done a study on the word works in the bible well it won't take you long to find out that there are several different types of works The Old Testament repeatedly declares the wonderful works of Jehovah God. Amen. And then the works of Satan are also made manifest. Yeshua, Jesus, told us to believe on him for the works' sake. Amen. And then there's physical labor, toil, work. And lastly, there is the works described in the New Testament, which we are going to examine in this podcast. Now, let me be firmly rooted in that we are saved by grace through faith, which is the gift of Jehovah God. Amen. Not of any man's work. There's not one thing that you can do to earn salvation through your natural self. No task to be conquered can make you saved. Salvation comes by the favor of Jehovah God. Through the applied blood of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus upon our lives which washes away all of our sin stains never to be remembered anymore. We become a new creature in Messiah Yeshua. Amen. For the old man has passed away. Now what? We have now abandoned darkness and are walking in light. Is this the uh, is this the end of it? Are we saved forevermore? With nothing left for us to do? Is there no changing for us to do so that the world can see our light? How much light can people see from you if you continue to live in unrepented sin? Amen? To continue to have a filthy mouth. To continue to do evil things all the while telling everyone, I'm saved, I'm saved. The Lord knows my heart. Well, yes, he does. He knows that if the issues of life are flowing from your heart, and he knows if your heart is desperately wicked, amen? So let's turn to some scripture here. We'll start with the book of James, chapter 2, verses 14 through 26, a little bit of reading here. And James said, what does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Now, there's a good question. Can faith save him? We're saved by grace through faith. Can faith save him, James asked? And he said, If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be you warmed, and be filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Verse 17, even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. So, you know, we have grace and truth. We have instruction from the grace that appears. If you just have faith and that's all you have, it's dead being alone. You got to have something more, according to James here. Let's read. Verse 18, yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Now, here's I believe, I believe, people say, and, and James said, Thou believest there's one God, you doing well. The devils also believe and tremble. A little more to it than just believing. Amen. Verse 20, But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by the works when he offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And by works was faith made perfect. Now I know I'm I'm kind of coming against a whole lot of people that just uh, uh, has this wishy-washy, greasy grace, and 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 uh, uh, never studied the word, never learned from the word, never uh, understood what the word said. And you were just told you shook a preacher's hand and said a little prayer and, and joined the church roll, and you're saved forevermore. You got to read the word, folks. It's a little more to it than just that. You see, verse 24, you see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Amen? Likewise also, was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and sent them out another way? And here's the critical thing. For as the body, verse 26 of of James chapter 2, for as the body without the spirit is dead. In other words, no spirit in the body, no animation, no life. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So we got to have a little more than just saying, I have faith, I have faith, I have faith. I, I believe, I believe, I believe. Uh, God knows my heart. We got to do a little bit better than that. Now, I'm going I'm to go through some scriptures, and for the most part, I'll just read one verse, maybe a couple of verses, but I'm not cherry picking anything. And, and I invite you to write down everything that I'm giving you because I'm going to give you chapter and verse, and um, you can go back later and read the whole chapter and see that I'm not taking anything out of context here, amen? So let's read some scriptures, and let's believe some scriptures, amen? Now, we all want to go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Matthew 5 and 14, he said, You are the light of the world, a city that, this is Yeshua speaking, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And then Yeshua says in verse 16, he says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. You let that light shine. So they'll see your good works. And they'll glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Amen? Amen. Now, we'll go to Matthew chapter 16 and start with verse 27. Or we'll just read that one verse. He said, Yeshua speaking again. He said, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then shall he reward every man according to his works. Who's going to get rewarded? Every man. Does that mean every woman also? Certainly it does. Does it mean everybody? Yes, it does. Yeshua is going to come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and every man's going to receive the reward according to his works. If you've done good works, don't you think that would be a good thing? I think he'd know you were part of the bride by the works that you did, amen? And then if you did bad works, he would know that you're not part of the bride because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, amen? Now let's continue. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, Paul's given instruction to Timothy. He said, In like manner also... Now, look, I want you to understand, this is Paul giving instruction to Timothy. He said, In like manner, also that women adore themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Amen. He's saying, look, Don't let them women dress up and do all of this other stuff and think there's anything to it. It's the good works that that lets people know who you are. Amen. And we'll back that up with 1 Timothy uh, chapter 5 and verse 9 and 10. Talking about the women, now we're talking about the widow. He said, Let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old, 60 years having been the wife of one man, well-reported of for good works. Somebody that's been praying and fasting and, and feeding and clothing and doing the, the good works that uh, a follower, follower of Christ is supposed to do, well-reported of for good works. If she have brought up children, if she have lost strangers, if she have washed the saints' feet, if she have relieved the afflicted, if she have diligently followed every good work. So, look, here's something we need to do. We need to start searching to find out what are the good works that we're supposed to do. And we've already been given some examples and commandments of these good works. Amen? And so, you just, you know, you hear these people say, never works. No, 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 never works. They have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah, it's works, and yeah, we have instruction, and yes, we're to follow these good works. Amen? And we need to define them so we know them when we do them. Uh, also, we need to know when we don't do them. Can you say amen? And again in Timothy, 2 Timothy three sixteen, Scripture quoted in every church every week just about. Paul says to Timothy, he said, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We need to understand that all Scripture was not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It wasn't written. It wasn't Paul's epistles. They weren't written, amen. He's talking about the Torah and the prophets and the other writings as he so often pulled out. In any book that he wrote, he I mean, you don't know the Old Testament, so you don't know when he's quoting it for the most part. But all Scripture, Torah, prophets, other writings, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And right here is where the whole church quits, right here. We're done. We got this, and, and we're amening, all right? Then he said, Paul said, that the man of God may be perfect. That the, what? We're supposed to be perfect? Uh, There's only Jesus was perfect, you know. Well, you see, that's another misconception. We're, We're to walk in a way that we strive for perfection. Amen. And that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto what? All good works. Amen. Now, I have a, a friend, and she just cracks me up. She says, she says, um, faith without works is phony, and it's true. It's true. It's true. Faith without works is phony. Okay, let's continue. In Titus, one and sixteen, they profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. I know God. I love God, he knows my heart, and here we go. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient. Well, you know the Lord knows I'm sinning, but, you know, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work, reprobate, unprofitable. To every good work, unprofitable, reprobate. Amen? Amen. And then Titus wasn't through there. He said in chapter 2, verse 14, talking about um, Yeshua, he said, Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us by us back, amen, from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Are you zealous of good works? Or have you denied that you're supposed to do anything? Are you zealous of good works? Or do you think that once you got that grace and salvation it was over and you never had to clean up and you never had to walk and you never had to do and you never had to admonish others to you've got to let that light shine. If if you didn't change, you're you're simply you're unrepented. You're unrepented. You didn't find salvation because you—if you're not repented—you uh, you didn't find salvation. You just—you went through a form and a motion. Amen. Well, let's get it right. Let's repent. Amen. And let's get zealous of good works here. Find find out what they're supposed to be, and what we're supposed to do. Now in Titus three and eight, he says, um, "This is a faithful saying." And these things I will, that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful. They which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. Amen? These things, the good works, these things are good and profitable unto men. You see, we got to do something that the world sees that we're a little bit different from the world. Maybe a whole lot more different amen and the world's got to see in us something that they desire and if we're unrepented and we didn't change and we don't work the works of Yeshua who worked the works of the father that sent him if we don't do these things people see no salvation in us they see nothing to desire amen so let's continue Titus again 314 and he said and let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses that they may not that they be not unfruitful and let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses that they be not unfruitful so if you got good works you're also fruitful amen if you're unfruitful you don't have good works. You got bad works. You got evil works. Amen. If you're unfruitful, you're going to be cast into the fire. And that's the only way I can say it. But let's let's continue. Good fruit and good works are the same thing. We just found that out. Now we'll go to Matthew seven, and verse fifteen, and I'll read about five verses here. Yeshua speaking. He said, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. And then he said, Do men gather grapes of thorns? Well, of course not. Or figs of thistles? Well, of course not. You're not out to try to gather grapes or figs from from uh, uh, bushes that uh, are going to stick you? Yeah. So, he said, For even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, which would be true. Everybody say amen. Every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree, he said, cannot bring forth evil fruit. And he said, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, Yeshua concluded, by their fruits you shall know them. Amen. And we could continue with many other scriptures. Those who insist that we don't have to do good works, they're willfully blinded to about half the New Testament or more. Amen. No, no, never any works. Remember what Yeshua said in the messages to the seven churches in the book of Revelation. He said, I know thy works. What? I know thy faith. No. I know thy grace. No. I know thy salvation. I know thy works, he said. And that was usually followed by an exhortation to repent from bad works. And we're going to close. There's so much more we could do. But we're going to close with Revelation 14, 12 through 13. Here is the patience of the saints. The patience of who? The saints. We want to be in that number. We'd like to be. Amen. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. They keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. And their works do follow them. Amen. Folks, there's some good works to do, there's some good fruit to bring. And we need to know what it is. And if we're not working, Good fruit, good works, we're bringing forth evil. And the end is not going to be good for those who are doing evil. Amen. I mean, we know this. Get in the Word and study and put away your denomination. Put away the preachers that insist you don't have to do anything. Put away evil doctrine, false doctrine. Put it away. You sure said, I bring you good doctrine. Get that doctrine and let's live by it. And if you're going to get that doctrine, you're going to produce good works. God bless you. God keep you. Till next time, amen.